0: You know, I don't know if you know what I mean, but I used to be famous for it. I used to leave so much money on the table. I was so silly. I was so silly. I don't know if it was foolish pride, foolish stupidity, foolish whatever, but it was something. And I used to do it non-stop. And I never, here's the thing, if you do this, you don't even know you really do it until it's way too late. Right? And at least way too late. For a bunch of the opportunities that you had That you squandered Because you left money on the table So Let's get it I can't even tell you what episode we're on now <laughs> I can't even tell you It's horrible because it's not like we had that many But I'm like I still, I still can't tell you the episode But I do know it's Unleash Your Hustle Podcast Brought to you by Unleash You Now And hosted by yours truly Michael Faber Let's get it Society is on the back of creators and entrepreneurs They're the ones that are going to save the world, change the world, and leave it better than they found it. They're willing to risk it all to impact and carve out their peace. Who wouldn't love that? But they're being lied to. They're made to believe they need to buy this software, invest in this list, create this site. And they are out before it even started because they're worried about the wrong thing. That's the point of this podcast. To prove that that's not the case because you don't need to because we didn't and we made it. All right. So I'm famous. Famous, famous, famous They should name, they should make this thing And call it like famous mics Alright, it's famous mics here Famous mics, what's up famous Mike? What up And you like that I changed my voice for that This is going to be a great episode, I can already tell So I'm famous Mike for leaving money on the table I'm going to tell you a story No way, I'm going to tell a story on this podcast I never believe it, I'm going to tell you a story I'm going to tell you a story, I'm going to tell you a story I'm going to tell you a story all right, <laughs> So I uh, I'm still I have like the after effect of being so fired up yesterday that like m- my mind and body is like not aligned with how I normally would show myself. All right, How I normally open up my mind and body are still like, are we still pumped up? Are we still going to freak out? All right, And I'm like, no, we're not going to freak out. They're like, oh, we're up. We're ready to freak out. I'm like, no, we're not. Right, and I'm having that like constant battle right now. <laughs> like I'm really not hype, but I'm just, my body still is like, "Do you want to be hype?" And I don't know if that's me getting older or me less control. I don't know. But it, everybody has like now. Uh, hopefully, uh, at some point, you build an email list. Uh, even though at the beginning I say you don't need it, you don't. I still think you should build it. But I don't think that's something you have to do before you have a business. I think that's something you do as you're creating flows, cash flows in your business. You can then start creating a way to add to that cash flow, and that's through an email list. Let me tell you, I'm still trying to master that thing. Sent out a bunch of emails recently that weren't even received. But again, it was the same mistake if you really look at it, which drives me crazy. But I'm not going to freak out so i sent this thing i was having this uh you know i had the restaurant and bar if you listen to the first episode or pretty much any of them i mentioned i had a restaurant and bar for a couple years and i sent out this thing about i sent out a mailer right i i okay You want to hear how (laughs) You want to hear how i almost lost the microphone you want to hear how uh not really couth i was in business because I just wanted to make it, man. Like, let me tell you. Before I knew how to make it, I just wanted to make it. And after I know how to make it, I want to make it too. But uh, it's much more knowing steps now rather than before. It was like throw as much shit at the wall as you can. Something's gonna stick. And I wanted to mail a bunch of mailers out. Right, like old school. Remember, this is like twenty years ago. I wanted to mail a bunch of mailers out. But where we were, there was an interesting dynamics because some of the people that owned the properties weren't at the properties. So they weren't, they didn't live, they didn't reside there. They resided somewhere else, some out of the state, and they would come in some weekends or they would rent it out and then come in the off season or they just rent it out all the time. So, I wanted to know because I didn't want to waste a bunch of money mailing things that wasn't going to get to somebody right because I didn't want to mail it to this address that's a block down my street, and they then their mail address then reverts it to you know d c and that person's like, "Oh yeah, I mean, I guess if you know I ever come in, I'll stop there maybe." but we were having this event it was like it was like, if you're here, you're supposed to be here right and uh so <laughs> I didn't want any. Uh, not-couth businessman would do, and I went to my local... Uh, at that point, I was... I don't get into politics. Uh, and Now I'm independent because I don't believe in gangs, but at that point, I was registered Republican. And I went to the local Republican office, and I said, hey, I would love to volunteer to do calls, right? To do cold calling for you, polling, whatever, questions, comments, whatever you want done. And they're like, oh, my God, that's so great. Young people like you aren't really getting involved here. So I'm glad to see you're getting involved. And I'm like, uh, it's, it's my responsibility as a young person to be involved. This is all BS right now, by the way. This is still before I really knew I was just open and honest with everybody. This is back when I used to just bullshit a lot just because I wanted to get an objective done. Well, anyway, they let me do it. And here's the deal. This is why. Right? They give you this stack, right? And it goes town by town of people that are registered voters in your area. So then I went to the towns that were near me. And when I was in the office making the calls, I just copied those, took them with me at the end of the day. Not supposed to do that. And uh, this is years ago. I don't think I'm in charge now. And, uh, oh, and so I now had the addresses of people that actually resided Right, They were registered voters in those destinations. So they didn't live in D.C. and just had property here. So I then knew who I wanted to mail to. And I did this amazing thing. And I mailed it. I mailed it to hundreds of people. And I'm like, we're going to kill it. Right, 10% means we'll have over 100 people at this event just from this mailer. Just 10%. All right. And for some reason, I've always broken things down to just 10%. If, it just, if all it does is improve your life by 10%, is it worth it? All right. And it's like, yeah. All right. Like, if all it does is increase your business by 10%, is it worth it? If all it does is make your mindset 10% better, was it worth it? All right. And it's like, yeah. All right. Like, if that's all it does, is it worth it? But anyway, uh, the if all statements. But I digress. So I did this mailer and I mailed it out to everybody, right? And I mailed this like, this is your invitation. This is your can't miss. Don't be the one that said, I wish I was there, right? When the magic happens. And I had this event and it, I don't even, uh, I think over a hundred people came. I don't know, but it wasn't, it didn't pop off. And the point of the thing isn't that uh, the event itself, the point of this is this, right? Uh, a couple of years later, the restaurant burned down, everything happened, right? A couple of years later. I'm sitting at an establishment at a bar. All great stories with me starts with I'm sitting at a bar, and uh, we're all talking about like like business stuff and, and life and lessons and all you know, and I talk about uh, I bring up Jam and Joe's. And the guy's like, "Hold on. Did you send like some invite to some like, "This is your spot party thing?" And I'm like, ha, I did." And he looked at me and goes. That's the only time I ever heard from you. Like you never followed up anything like n- nothing ever sent again. And he's like, I was interested, but I never heard from you. I didn't even know if you existed. I'm like, well, we only existed for a couple more years and then it burnt down. But yeah, no, I, he's like, wow. In a couple more years, you never sent another thing to me. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to kick this dude. is nuts. <laughs> right? Like, I'm like, why is he harassing me about this? Right? So I'm like, yeah, I guess I never sent another thing to you, bro. Right? And, uh, that's, that's me hard right there. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, so, and then I, I it was crazy because that didn't happens. I'm like, what am I supposed to mail you every week? Like, that's stupid. And then along the line of business, I had, we had a gift basket store. It was gift baskets for us. It was an amazing idea. Just executed poorly. All right. Contacted all the local doctor's offices, lawyer offices, real estate offices, and hospitals. One time, one time when I was really heavy in the sports talk and I was like, I'm going to dive into sports talk. I applied to every sports talk radio station, talk radio station in my area. One time when I was getting into coaching, uh, when I was coaching basketball teams, I applied to every school one time. And I started seeing this freaking stupid-ass trend with me. There was no follow-up. I would ask someone if they were interested in something one time. I would talk to someone about an event one time. I would talk to someone about my coaching one-on-one one time. I would talk to someone about our mastermind one time. I would talk to everybody on earth one time about it. And the average person takes 16 exposures to feel comfortable enough to pay attention. And I'm talking to them one time. What odds do you think I was putting in my favor? None. None of them. I was making it as hard as possible for me. I'm leaving money on the table. There are people I'm talking to that want what we have. And I won't talk to them enough. Follow up is king. Follow up is king. Understand people have less than three seconds now. People keep saying nine or six and that's bullshit. Now it's like three seconds to gain someone's attention. Now it's 16 plus exposures. To build confidence and trust. And the willingness to dive further into a company. That's not average. There's people that are going to be more than that. How many customers have you had that have left you at the end? Not saying it was negative. Satisfied customers leave you. That's the quote. I forget who said it. Satisfied customers leave. How do you create someone that's not just a satisfied customer? Follow up. You follow up. I think about how much money I left on the table. I think about how many relationships I left on the table. I think about the fortune, and it's not just cash, that I left on tables because I didn't follow up. And it's like that person that reaches out to you one time. Do you think that person's real diehard? Do you think that person's real go-getter? Do you think that person's all in? They reached out one time. The person that shows up to one day, do you think they're all in? Follow-up is king. In this business, in this industry, in life, follow-up is king. I just heard a story. Um, it's by uh, the other Coach Mike. <laughs> That's what I refer to him as. Uh, he would love that. Uh, the other Coach Mike. And he was talking about how he got his first coaching job. He's like 19 years old. I'm like, nice. All right, I think you actually beat me. I was just a little older. Well, I mean eh. You could say I was younger because we coached a lower school team when we were still in high school, but whatever, that's irrelevant. Doesn't matter. The uh, <laughs> like I'm like, this there's no contest right now, so I don't care. But he was telling the story about how he sat on the doorsteps every day in the summer of the school for like thirty days straight. So it's not every day. Thirty days straight in the summer. And his whole objective was every day the principal came in, he would stand up, he'd say, I'm Coach Mike, shake his hand, and I want to coach your team. And the first day, the principal was like, ah, we're fine, like you're a kid, right? Which, by the way, that happens when you're younger. Listen, there's still days when like, I walk into business meetings, and they're like, you're him, I'm like, yep, oh, my kids are older. I was like, well, I guess they should have had the experience I've had to have the knowledge I have to be able to help like I can. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not going to apologize for what I did when I did by the age I did it. Good, bad, and indifferent. I'm not going to apologize because everything I did now has led me to this life. And one of the hardest things was to stop being shameful and regretful in my life because it led me here. Right? Like, I used to be shamef- shamed. Because I got in trouble I used to regret the, the lack of time I had my brother And my dad Right And some of my friends And my boys And I used to regret a lot But everything that I say I would gr- regret Regret Has changed And impacted my life In a way to lead it Right here to this day And I love my life right now So is that I think it's hypocritical Of me if I'm like I love this But I really regret These moments But these moments Shaved my edges Into being this Get it? Like there's a big catch there. So anyway, he did it for thirty days straight and finally uh, the principal was like, You're the coach. Just stop coming. Just stop coming in the morning and saying hello to me, please. Why? Because that dude was committed. He followed up day after day and he, day and and, and uh, this is uh, I you know, people say detach from the results. I'm I'm not a huge I'm not a huge guy from that. I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan and detached from the results mindset. And and why is because the results matter, right? Like in business especially, results matter. So I'm not detached from the results. And also, I'm not gonna sit here and let the results destroy me. I'm, I'm gonna learn from the mishap. I'm gonna learn from the result to change it. So if the result really matters, uh, I'm just like story king today. The last uh, 2019 conference, we are we're having it near our headquarters, near home base horrible idea. But anyway, and uh, normally wherever we're going, we'll get on a uh, we'll get on the radio circuit, right? Like start promoting it, right? You you uh, normally shows will let you on uh, for nothing. And you go and you talk about what you're doing, let you plug it, you know, the answer a couple questions, have a little fun, and move on. It's real fun. It's easy. It's light. You're just on the radio or whatever or on the local TV. It's, it's not it's not anything crazy. And Last year, uh, one, of the, one of the gentlemen that were part of us uh, was kept saying, "Man, I'm just not getting any response. I'm just not getting any response. I'm just, and finally, it was like a couple weeks of that, and I was just like, "How are you contacting them? And he's like, "Well, I sent them two emails each. I'm like, "Well, shit. How dare they? Two emails? Do you know where they're located? He goes, "Yeah. I'm like, "Go there. It's like, "What? I'm like, "Go there. Introduce yourself. Say what we're about. Say what we're doing. Like the result is the key, not how you get it. The result is the key. So right now, what you're, the action you're taking, cool, the two emails is not getting the result we want. If you keep doing it that way, you're going to keep getting the result we don't want, right? Like st- it's time to expand the action steps. So we did this, sent a couple emails that didn't work. Send another email the next day after you send that email today, go there tomorrow morning, bring donuts. Normally, radio personnel love donuts. I don't know. I'm just guessing. All right, I was I was on the radio for a short bit. I love donuts. The so what that is is it's changing the form in which you're taking to get the result. It's following up. All this could be classified under follow up. What happens? He goes there, comes back. He's like, hey, we're on the radio tomorrow. We're on three different shows. I'm like bingo. Thank you. Right. And it was all in the morning, so it was like one walk down to another room, another walk down to another room, another. Awesome. There we go. We got the result we wanted. It took a box of donuts and 20 minutes of action. If, if all it got you was on the radio, would you bring a box of donuts to a, do- uh, to a radio station? <laughs> like it, it's, When I say these things, I'm not trying to be a smart ass, but the, this is the thing. It's not going to be perfect the first time. Sometimes people are in their own way. Sometimes you didn't say exactly what they needed to hear. Sometimes they need a little more push. Sometimes they need a little more uh, to get it. Sometimes they need to just straight. Hey, get the hell out of your way. Sign that you know you want this. You know it. You know it's a new vessel or vehicle that will get you to a destination that you want to get to. Get out of your way and do it. Worst case scenario, what? Worst case scenario, what? You have a new credit card to pay off for a year or two. Worst case scenario, what? Because I've taken new credit cards out to buy programs, to be in masterminds. I've done it. Worst case scenario, I had, I had credit cards I had to pay off. Right? And at that point, listen, this is another thing that's hilarious to me. And that was this guy. I don't know, man. I don't know. What about, you know, what if I can't, if I don't get it, if I can't get it right, if I don't pay it right, oh, what, that's your shitty credit? <laughs> like, listen, if you can't pay $46 a month, you're already, you shouldn't be worried about your credit at that point if you can't pay $46 a month. You know what's hilarious? When I was broke, I had better credit. When I was broke, I had better credit because I was worried about my credit. <laughs> when I was broke, I was worried about my credit. Now I'm like, I, I got assets. Like, I, don't, I don't care what you tell me my credit is. <laughs> like, we have over a million dollar ranch. Like, that's what, all right, use, I have this, I have this, I have this asset, right? Like we have an office downtown. I have this asset, right? Like it's, it's weird. When I was broke, my credit was great. When I started making money, my credit changed. Why? Because I was not worried about my credit. I didn't care. I wasn't, I, my goal wasn't to have great credit. My goal was to live the life I desired. And I was leaving money on the table every step of the way because I, my follow-up sucked. And it's still not where it should be. I still need to follow up better. 100%. So where is your follow-up? And how can it get better? And all the other things we talked about along the way. <laughs> Do you like donuts? Alright, another Unleash Your Hustle podcast brought to you by Unleash You Now and hosted by your Australia, Michael Faber. You guys are freaking awesome. I absolutely love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Let's keep growing. Let's keep getting better. Let's conquer this shit. Let's live the life we want. Peace, love, and happiness. Until next time, peace. We out. We out. We out. Thank you so much for listening to the Unleash Your Hustle podcast with Michael Faber, brought to you by Unleash You Now, where we want to show the world your greatness.